Welcome to the Texas Values Report. This is Jonathan Sines, president of Texas Values. Great to be with you on another glorious week in the state of Texas. We're now in the month of August, right? Getting close to summer kind of being over, getting ready for school, back to school. I'll talk a little bit about that today in the show. If you're new to the show, we talk about the issues of faith, family, and freedom in the arenas of the courts, the legislature, in the media. And you know, what's interesting is we get close to back to school, if that's a part of your calendar, if you have kids at home or you're in that field, is it's very close to the September 1st date of when a lot of new laws go into effect, right? And so there's also some laws that are going into effect that impact or could relate to the education industry and environment. So we want to talk a little bit about that today. But it also means that there's some laws that are going to go into effect in September 1st that have already been challenged by some people. None of those have been stopped, though. Right. There's been a, a lawsuit or two that's been filed, but there, the court has not ruled yet on any of these to stop any of these laws going into effect. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that today because I want you to get ready for that. That doesn't mean you got to wrap up your summer yet. All right. If you're still trying to get a little bit more out of summer. I mean, and when did we get to this place? Right. It used to be Labor Day was like the first day of school. And I remember that because my birthday is in the first week of September. And so, but things have changed a lot, right? It seems like every year, you know, the the schedule, the calendar gets moved back a little bit further and, and takes up a little bit more of August. And so um, I finished up some of my summer travel with my family, I guess, a week and a half ago. I mean, we might sneak away to an Astros game. We'll see. But, um, and don't tempt me to get involved in that discussion. Okay, Rangers fans out there. All right. I love y'all. It can be a friendly rivalry. Okay, we can be friends. All right. We live in the same state, but it is going to make it a little bit more interesting and exciting going into uh, the next two or three months. If you're a baseball fan like I am, if you're a Houston Astros fan like I am born and raised in Houston, Texas. But I think it's exciting. You know, I felt bad for many years when, you know, it's like the Rangers are not even in the picture and I know they did have one, uh, you know, remarkable playoff run a few years ago, but, you know, it's like the Longhorns and the Aggies. It's a lot more fun when that rivalry's close and, you know, we're both kind of at the same point, uh, if you will. Uh, I don't feel the same way about Oklahoma, though. I'm just letting y'all know that, okay, uh, when Texas and OU play. Nonetheless, all right, this show is not about sports. Sometimes it is. Save women's sports, right? It can affect some of those things, and that's important. That's a new law that's going into effect, all right? So we're going to have a good discussion about that today. We're going to talk about some important events that Texas's values, excuse me, Texas values is involved in that want to make sure that you're you get to be a part of that's the thing about the fall right if you think about some of the work that we do a lot of it does revolve around this two-year calendar right the legislature the legislative session the texas legislature meets every other year and then you've got elections and then you've got fundraising and then you've got educational events it's kind of a two-year cycle it's very similar to that of a texas house of representatives member or a congressional member in the house from the state of texas right that's kind of a two-year cycle they live on you know for us if you think about it started january of this year we go through the um excuse me through the legislative cycle and speaking of that i mean there's likely to be a special session in october on school choice uh but not before the senate has its trial regarding our attorney general ken paxton and i might talk a little bit about that there's some news and updates on that as well. But you typically see a lot of the work that we do is involved in a two-year cycle. So if we started this January, we go through a legislative session, right? And sometimes there are special sessions. I mean, there's already been one or two 
for Texas, and we expect another. Um, and so that usually can be in the mix, but usually in the fall. Every year for the past six years, we've had our policy event, which is a two-day event. That's on September 15th and 16th this year. It's on a Friday and a Saturday. I looked at the schedule, not just because I'm a Longhorn, but because when the Texas Longhorns are playing in town in Austin, Texas, it can impact our schedule and travel and some of those things uh, and what people decide to do. I do think there's a game on that Saturday. I think Texas has a, I think it's a home game, but I think it's already been scheduled for the evening. All right. So don't make any excuses. Okay. Um, we'll look at some of the other teams, Tech and, and uh, TCU and AM and see, you know, U of H, what they're doing that weekend. And, and how that might impact things. Um, but so in the fall, we have an event, an educational event, the Faith, Family, and Freedom Policy Forum. All right. Now, usually later in the fall, getting into almost winter, we will have some fundraising events. So we're going to have a, a gala in Houston in November. That date's going to be released soon. We have a lunch that we're having up in the Dallas-Fort Worth area on December 6th. And, the, and then during that, an odd year, there's a constitutional amendment election. All right. Usually the first or second week of November, however, it falls on the calendar regarding in regards to the secretary of state's rules on that. Um, sometimes there are issues that relate to the work we're doing. Sometimes there aren't. Right. Two years ago, we had a constitutional amendment election on a religious freedom issue. Big deal. Right. We led the effort to make sure that that got passed and that constitutional amendment was voted on in favor by the voters and then adopted and became a part of our state constitution. But that's not common, but it's not unusual, right? But we'll still usually report on it. We'll give people information on it, even if there aren't some issues on the constitutional amendment ballot that, uh, that impact us. But a lot of times there might be some local elections. And then you go into that next year, uh, an even year, and you've got a primary election for um, many of the state races and then some federal races, obviously coming up this year in 2024, it's a presidential primary. A lot of attention is going to be around that. And there'll be some local elections in May. Now, some local elections will take place in November, um, which is unusual too, but you're seeing a little bit more of that, right? So people are moving their elections, their municipal elections to November to match up with what else is going on around the state because um, that usually increases turnout. Hey, before we get further down the road on the show, I'm just going to go to my Facebook page here. I'm going to share this post so we can get some good attention, more attention on it. I ask you to do the same. If you're watching this on YouTube, click that little bell, that button, so you can subscribe. And anytime that we upload videos, which is every week, you can be one of the first to hear and see it. So let me share my post here if Facebook will allow me. Okay, here we go. Um I ask you to do the same. All right, put this in some groups, drop us some comments. We'll try to watch some of those comments. And let's have a great conversation today as we start looking at what's going to happen the rest of the year. Where are we going in the state of Texas, right? What are some of the latest developments on faith, family, and freedom? And as a matter of fact, there's a huge event out in Taylor, Texas, northeast of Austin uh, on Saturday. We'll post something on our Facebook page. Kirk Cameron, OK, the former actor, he's involved in a lot of Christian ministry for the past 20, 30 years, but he's been doing these things around the state where he goes and reads a book at a library that is family friendly, because a lot of this has been the concern about allowing drag queen shows and inappropriate books to be written at libraries. So let's have some, you know, some wholesome, some family friendly books and some, you know, story hours of that type. All right. And in many places, he's been banned, unfortunately. Uh, but it does look so far like he's got the green light at the Taylor 
uh, library. I'm going to try to make it out there. Not only is Kirk Cameron going to be there, our good friend Riley Gaines. Uh, apparently, this is an issue she cares about, too. Not a surprise to me because we've gotten to know her well. She's going to be there. I mean, Riley Gaines and Kirk Cameron, you know, wow. That's, you know, a great team of people. And uh, speaking of Riley Gaines, she's going to be speaking at our event in uh, here in Austin, September 15th and 16th. We'll be releasing the actual schedule soon, so you'll know which day she's going to speak on. But that's our annual policy form. Go to txvalues.org. You can get your tickets on that. And, you know, listen, you know, we've done a lot of work in the city of Taylor because of some concern where we think it's been clear that they prefer drag queens to be in Christmas parades over actual Christians or traditional Christians, if you will, in many circumstances. So I might touch a little bit on that. We've got some updates on that. But back to the calendar, right? So you get through November. We usually do a lot of fundraising in December. We go around the state, remind people of our work, give them an opportunity to give because a lot of people do give in December. We are a nonprofit organization. It's very important for us to do that. So get your calendar out, all right? If you're following along with me, get your calendar on your phone. I mean, the people write in a, in a calendar, a, a hard copy anymore. Some people do. I know my kids do with their school, but I know a lot of it's on your phone, however you keep track of that stuff. So then we go into January and we get close to the primary elections, right? We're going to be doing an incredible event in North Texas in February. I want to make sure you hear about that. As soon as we get the date and location together, we'll release that to you. As a matter of fact, let me roll back for just a second. I think later in August, we're going to be having an event out at Cottonwood Creek Baptist Church up in McKinney. So look for an update on that. But back to our schedule of a two-year cycle. We go into March. There's a primary election. And not every two years is there a presidential, but this year there is, right? So we go through that. And then we get into the spring, we start updating people about and doing a little bit of prep work for the legislative session. But then we go into November. And again, in the fall, we have our policy event. It's not every other year, it's every year. And so we start educating people about that, what new laws, what to expect when you go back to school, all those different things. And then you get into the fall where um, we'll, we'll continue to have events, educational events and fundraising events, but we'll be doing a lot of prep work for the legislative session. We get to that next January, the legislature meets again. So you see kind of how this two-year cycle runs. Now, some of that allows us to get a little bit more mobile and active. Like right now, great time to be around getting around the state. If you want a speaker at one of your events, let us know. Go to our website, txvalues.org. We've got a form that you can fill out. As a matter of fact, I'm heading to San Antonio uh, today for a meeting I've been invited to speak at at lunch. So if you want us to come out, it's not just me. You've got Mary Elizabeth Castle, Jonathan Covey, a number of other members of our team that can come out and speak to your group. You know, we've got uh, over a dozen people working for us. Some are in North Texas, some are in South Texas, some are in Central Texas. And then we've got some volunteers that do work for us and speak at events in the greater Houston area. So, but you let us know, we'll, we'll get somebody out there if we can, because we want to keep you updated on the, the work that we're doing. And, you know, we want to stay connected. I like to get out and meet people. Are you like me where you're like, you know, I mean, you think about COVID a couple of years ago, some of that stuff drove me crazy. Right. And I don't mind. I like being at home. Don't get me wrong. All right. I like to get my barbecue pit fired up and all that good stuff and you know get out to the neighborhood pool as a matter of fact i was playing tennis last night we got tennis courts in our neighborhood i like to be close to home but i also like to be out and about and see and interact with people that's just where i get a little bit more of my energy uh, a lot of times I, there's plenty of people at my house okay for me to do that uh but 
um, you know, we like to get out and about and meet people, right? As much as we do things like this on video and radio and podcast, we like to meet people in person, right? And, and sometimes, like I was uh, speaking at an event yesterday, uh, our good friend Rick Green is hosting Patriot Academy, uh, which is at the Texas Capitol this week. And there are different levels of people that come to this event. It used to be primarily college students and some high-level high school students. But now you've got um, adults that are there and older people that plug in at different age groups. But um, they spend the whole week talking about a Christian worldview, talking about the legislative process, and they do a mock of the legislative process. They're in the, the House or the Senate chamber. They're debating legislation. They're passing things through committee, all that good stuff. So we were presenting to their group. We uh, sponsored a lunch for them, talked to the group out there. That was a lot of fun. Met a lot of great individuals. Matter of fact, one of our interns, Megan Benton, is participating at Patriot Academy this week. So we're excited for her. But um, so if you want to have somebody come out and speak, as a matter of fact, I'm speaking in Pflugerville. Uh, let me check my calendar again. I believe it is uh, the first week of September. Um, it might be on, would they do this? Um, oh, I think it's on the 11th, Monday, the 11th. That's right. September 11th. A uh, lot to talk about on September 11th, but I will be in Pflugerville. I usually do it at, what is it called? Something catfish. I forget the name of the place. It's always at the same place. Uh, but check our website and uh, our social media. You'll see some updates on that. So, uh, but you want us to come out and speak to your group. We love to get out and about. We got a great presentation. We can mold it to depending on what your group wants to talk about. And look, I mean, there are some things to talk about, right? There's going to be a Senate trial for our Attorney General Ken Paxton impeachment, articles of impeachment that have been alleged against him. There's a lot going on in the court, some maneuvering. I'm not going to get into all the details about that, but You'll probably see a little bit more of that. The Paxson team doing things in court to that relate to this process coming up to the central. I've never seen this happen. I know it's happened in the history of our state a few times, but I've never seen it happen, not during my lifetime. And so, you know, very interesting in that aspect. But, you know, a, a lot to be thinking about and uh, have concern about for our state on this issue. So we'll see how it turns out. And we'll probably be up at the Capitol a little bit just following along. We're not participating. We don't have a role in any of those things, but we'll um, be following along to try to keep people informed of what's going on. But I believe that starts on September 5th. That's a Tuesday, the day after Labor Day. And it might or not might not be very close to my birthday. Not that you care. I'm not asking for any birthday wishes. Uh, you know, I'm just trying to liven up the conversation here. But so we're not going to have a guest today. This gives me an opportunity to talk the whole time. Goodness gracious. Can you get through 26 minutes of me going through some commentary? But hey, listen, I want to mention our policy event. I think we've got a graphic on that. If we can put that up, Ashley, to let people know this is an annual event now. It's one of the biggest, if not the biggest event of its type in the state of Texas this is the Faith, Family, and Freedom Policy Forum. This is a Texas Values event. We often have other sponsors and friends that participate with us, friendly groups, but it is our event. It's a strictly C3 event. We don't do any election stuff. We don't lobby at the event or any of that. We just try to educate people about the issues, right? It's at a great church, Great Hills Baptist Church. I think this is the fourth year that we're doing it there, maybe fifth. Uh, they've been great partners uh, for so many years, our good friend, Pastor Danny Forshe there at Great Hills Baptist Church. But that's on a Friday and a Saturday, September 15th and 16th. Riley Gaines is going to be there. 
Abby Johnson, all right, Chloe Cole, the young lady who's going around the state in the country trying to stop these gender modification and mutilation surgeries and puberty blockers on kids. Why? Because she went through the process partially as a teenager and realized this isn't a good idea. And so now, I mean, there's some things that have happened to her body that, you know, likely will never be changed that are irreversible, very concerning and courageous on her part to have to bear that burden, but then to realize, you know, I need to go talk to people and make sure they're aware. Um, so she's going to be there. Just announced, all right, Ambassador Sam Brownback, all right, former ambassador for the United States on religious freedom under President Trump, former governor of Kansas, former senator for Kansas, quite a distinguished career on pro-life, religious freedom, you name it, Sam Brownback, one of the most well-respected and, you know, widely regarded and accomplished uh, elected officials and statesmen, if you will, um, of our era and somebody I looked up to a lot. So I'm excited. He's going to be speaking at the dinner on Friday night. So here's the schedule. Okay. We start about 1, 1 on Friday, September 15th and go till about five. All right. So there'll be different, probably 30 to 45 minutes, sometimes an hour session and maybe a few breakouts. Okay. Um, and so, but through five and then there's a break. And then we have uh, our private dinner that night. There's a VIP reception at six dinners at seven. We end about nine start early the next morning, about nine, nine 30, go to about four o'clock. We don't have the schedule all ironed out yet. So I can't tell you who's speaking when other than Sam Brownback, who's going to be at the ambassador Brownback's going to be speaking at the dinner on Friday night, but we usually have 25 to 30 speakers, sometimes a few more if we're fortunate. Um, and that's a way for us to give you a variety, right? The, the local, the state and the national, right? We're going to have some, some national speakers. We're going to have some state elected officials from the state level. We're going to have some local officials that are going to be part, some activists, some different groups that are part of the work that we're doing. Really excited about it. My good friend, Aaron Getz from March for Life. She's going to be here. We've got to interact um, the past couple of years, got to get know each other. She goes around the country helping with pro-life marches, right? What's going on on that field? Now that Roe versus Wade is overturned, what are we doing on these issues? She'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, the authors of the Save Women Sports Bill, Senator Mays Middleton and Representative Valerie Swanson, they're going to be there. You know there's going to be a lot of talk about the Save Women Sports issue. This is one of our water by Oh, this is one side by Rally Gaines. Look at that. I just pulled this out of um, some of our materials. I got to put this in my office, okay? Uh, so we'll have some of these. And um, we're excited about that, though. Great group of speakers. We're going to add more people to that list. So you got to stay updated on that. I mean, you only you almost could not have a more affordable event. All right. It's a two day event. It includes lunch. I think if you missed the flash sale, it was like 10 or $15. Regular price, regular admission is 25. There's some add ons. You want to go to the dinner. That's an additional cost. You want to get the VIP package. That's a little bit more. You want VIP all access presidents package. You get to hang out with me. You get to hang out in the green room with our speakers. You get to meet all of the speakers that come through. You get to have two tickets to the dinner. Man, it is like the red carpet treatment. And I'm going to tell you, we've had some incredible people that have come through this event. Um, and y'all might know I'm a big Christian, contemporary Christian music fan. All right. A couple of years ago in COVID, and it really was our, we were fortunate that there were not a lot of uh, Christian music concerts happening. And I was sad for that. But at the same time, I heard Matthew West on the radio and he was saying all his gigs had been canceled. And he was like doing a podcast and other things, doing videos, just trying to stay active. 
and we were going to have an event and we did we had an in-person event i'm like let's bring matthew west out great musician he's also been very vocal on the pro-life issue he wrote a song for the movie um that abby johnson was in i'm forgetting the name of it now i'll think of it in just a second um and so um unplanned excuse me so uh he came out and did a concert for us and, and then spoke about his pro-life views it was absolutely incredible but to be backstage with matthew west i mean i was like a teenage kid at a concert you know i was kind of starstruck and i'm not really a good guitar player okay i'll be honest but i do have one and i like to play so we play guitar together you know we kind of traded a couple of songs i i tried to teach him some country songs anyway it was a lot of fun uh, a couple of years ago, Governor Abbott spoke at our event. Ted Cruz was here last year. Chip Roy. I mean, we had some incredible speakers over the years. So if you get that VIP all access president's package, I mean, you get to be wherever I am and whether some of these really incredible people are. And so it's a tremendous opportunity and it's a very reasonable price, in my opinion. All of these things just help us cover the cost of the event. It is not a fundraising event. I'm telling you, these things are expensive. If you put on events these days, you know, um, it helps us to have it at a church, but you got vendors that come in with food, you've got light, you got equipment, all this stuff, you got people traveling, uh, the cost can really add up. And so um, we're looking for some new sponsors. We've had some other sponsors in the past um, that, um, that are part of the event, but not quite at the level they were before. So we're looking for some people to step forward. All right. That's one way you can do it. Getting the VIP all access package, the president's package. So check that out. I believe it's $2,500 um, or maybe it's 3,500. You better look now before the price goes up. All right. So, but we're excited about it. Um, but that's coming up very soon. And I hope maybe I'll see Riley this weekend, Saturday and Taylor at the library at that event. But, um, you know, her schedule is really booked these days. It is not as easy as it was maybe last year uh, to see her making appearances, even in Texas. So come check it out September 15th and 16th. But we're going to talk about some of the new laws, right? Speaking of new laws, the Save Women Sports Law goes into effect on September 1st. That means all these collegiate events, because this is about college. We passed K through 12 last year. All these collegiate events, they have got to start following the law. All right. The University of Texas, Texas A&M, U of H, TCU, SFA, Concordia, whatever, you name it. All of these universities are going to have to follow the law. And that's not to suggest they're not in line with it already. I'm just saying it applies to all of these schools. And, you know, athletics is very important to college programs and universities, and rightly so. There's a lot of value to it. And that's why it was important to have a law making it clear that men cannot compete against women in women's sports. We have seen an explosion of these things happening. And finally, people said, we've had enough. And a lot of that is because young ladies have come forward and said, this isn't right. Riley Gaines forced to compete against Will Thomas, who was calling himself Leah Thomas when he was competing as a um, on the women's in the women's division, even though he was biological male and had competed in swimming for his entire life, if you will, as a male up until that one year in college. So, and, um, and look, I think a lot of people are jumping in and saying we've had enough too, right? Even some of the, you know, the sports industries are drawing lines on this. Uh, another new law that's going into effect, speaking of Chloe Cole, a ban on gender modification and mutilation procedures. I know there's been a lawsuit that's been filed. That law has not been stopped. Okay, it goes into effect September 1. Uh, so it's not started yet, but there's been no ruling that said it's um, that it can't go into effect, even though a lawsuit's been filed by the ACLU and some other L LGBT pressure groups. Um, we continue to support that law going into effect. We'll support the attorney general's office on that issue. 
another big deal. Speaking of Taylor and the story time out there, making it clear, Senate Bill 12, that you can't have sexual drag queen performances in front of kids. I mean, these things are like no brainers, right? But some people have continued to push the issue. They've continued to uh, communicate and show that that's, you know, that's something they want to do. They want to have kids in front of them. They want kids at these events and they want to continue to be sexual about it. And sometimes, I mean, it's, it's basically almost complete nudity. It is out of control. Uh, so we got a new law in place on that. We have a new law in place that makes it clear that you can have these explicit books and sexualized books at libraries, okay, at, at public school libraries, at public schools, and so on. We're going to be putting some information about that. That way, when you go back to school and you want to talk to your school about it, you know what the law says. You got that information and you can hand that and say, hey, I've got this piece of paper that says you got to, you guys have to follow this law. So that's part of what we do by educating people and keeping them involved in these type of issues. Uh, did I miss another graphic that we mentioned, Ashley? I forget. The um, policy forum. Oh, December 6th. We've got a dinner, excuse me, a lunch out in Plano. If you want to start making plans for that, save the date, okay, on that. And our Save Women Sports website has been updated, savewomensportstexas.com. A lot of new information on there. Listen, summer months are tough for nonprofit organizations, but our bills and our work do not stop, all right? The expenses we have continue to go up because the inflation, the Biden economy, you name it. Okay, interest rates, everybody's feeling it. If you can help us financially, we need your support. You see the work we do, you see the incredible return on investment that I think is one of the best, if not the best, on our issues in the state of Texas. Please consider that tax deductible donation today. Our annual budget is about $2 million. Okay, we've got you know, over a dozen people that work for us and work that we do and expenses that we have like traveling and so on. Maybe you want to give us a gift card, a gas card. There are other ways that you can help us donate items and things of that nature, but go to txvalues.org, make that tax deductible donation today and look at different ways. We have a list of different ways that you can give. You want to look at those different ways that might fit into your budget or to where you are in life. But we need your help. We need your financial support. And that's how together we'll protect faith, family, and freedom in the state of Texas. And we'll talk to you next week on the Texas Values Report.